Battling a terminal illness requires an inordinate amount of strength, courage, and the will to continue living life to its fullest in the face of adversity. Palliative care is designed to come alongside patients and support them in this. And today, we have the unique opportunity of having one share her experience with us. Let's meet her now. My name is Marla. I live in Germantown. I've been married to Greg for 30 years. We have two adult children who are actually both deaf, and we have two grandchildren. A great family, which she needs now more than ever for love and support. Lately, it's been rough because of some side effects. Days are rough physically, emotionally. Emotions are all over the place. And I just don't feel as strong as I did three months ago. Creating challenges that are taking a toll. I don't do much. I've had to quit work, which stinks. I do a lot of cleaning, a lot of reading. I take care of me. I'd have to say it's pretty boring. <laughs> Yet despite all that she's facing, Marla describes her life today as... Blessed. Not necessarily what you might expect, but she explains how she is blessed. Without this diagnosis, I would not probably see the support that I have. I wouldn't have known the essence of what life really is like. I mean, it just makes you focus on things a little differently. A shift in focus that happened very abruptly. June 5th, 2020, I was diagnosed with stage four colorectal cancer that metastasized to my liver. Marla began treatment, which she appeared to be responding to. And then... We spent seven weeks thinking that we were cancer-free, only to find out it had come back much sooner than we thought, and it's still stage four, but it's advanced to terminal. It's in my bones, my spine, female organs, lungs, it's everywhere. With her cancer already at stage four at the time of diagnosis, what were her symptoms? Nothing out of the ordinary. Over the years, I've had IBS issues that were fairly minor. And then what brought me in was intense side pain that ran up through my shoulder. And they did a CT scan and they found the liver tumors first. And then follow-up colonoscopy, found a mass that was blocking 60% of my rectum. No real symptoms, I mean, other than the pain. Unfortunate timing has also played a role in delaying her diagnosis. COVID prevented me from getting my 50-year-old colonoscopy, and so that was postponed. I turned 50 in August. My physical was in December. My colonoscopy was scheduled for March, and they pushed it back to the end of July. And then May and June is when I started having the pain, and that's when we found everything. Once diagnosed, Marla began aggressive treatment and multiple surgeries. We started out with four months of chemo, a short course of radiation, a surgery that removed part of my left liver lobe and removed the colorectal tumor, and I had a temporary ileostomy for 12 weeks. During that time, I also had a Y90 procedure, which is a direct targeted therapy to the right liver lobe. After the Y90, we did another surgery to remove that right liver lobe and reverse the ileostomy. And the only available treatment for me right now is chemo. Despite going through all of that, the focus has now changed. Going in the first time around, we were going for a curative aspect, remove everything. Nobody expected it to come back like this. It is advanced to terminal. Considering her condition, what's her biggest day-to-day -day challenge? She says being a wife, mother, and grandmother, it's... Putting me and my health first really taking care of me and focusing on you know my stress level my personal health has been the biggest challenge with 
everything Marla is facing, palliative care came into her life at the right time, just as it's intended. My colorectal surgeon did a one-year follow-up with me, and she actually was the one who recommended it and sent the referral up. I'm fairly new to it, but they've been extremely helpful to this point. How was palliative care presented to her and for her? That it's another layer of support and guidance for you through the cancer journey. They act as a liaison between your medical team and them, and that's kind of their goal is to make sure that the doctors are covering you medically, but they get to cover you as a whole being. Was she on board right away? Absolutely. Right now is the right time for me, for my family, for sure. I mean, there's some denial going on, so they've been extremely helpful in setting up counselors and getting information as far as books to share with the grandkids. So, yeah, it's definitely the right time. While she's new to palliative care, Marla says it's already a valuable facet of her overall care. I don't see anything but a benefit. They listen to you, they can help with issues, they can get in touch with your doctors if you're having issues with the medication side of it. I don't see any negative. They're there to help you. And in caring for her family as well. My biggest concern has been my grandchildren. And everything that they offer here, counseling services, it's all complimentary. I mean, it's free. Why wouldn't you use it? And they look at you as the patient, but they know that you have a family. And so they're looking at the whole picture where sometimes you as the person undergoing the treatment may overlook stuff and they got it covered. I'm impressed. She also appreciates that they listen to the quality of life she wants. They are completely on board with living life to the fullest every day. Through my second diagnosis, I want to live life, and if that means postponing chemo for a week, everybody's on board backing that, yes, if you postpone it for a week, it's not going to hurt you. Go and live life. Enjoy what you have. With the team approach of palliative care, who's been on her care team early on? So far, I've met with Dr. Peltier and her nurse. And she's made the contacts with the Counseling Services and the Child Life Resource Center. So she's heading all of that. They've been in contact with my oncology team, making sure that we now have a gatekeeper of all of my care. Steps to ensure Marla's medical, emotional, and social support are met. All of them. And they didn't waste any time. Once I met with Dr. Peltier, she got the ball rolling, and it's just been a really smooth process. I'm just extremely grateful. And so far, it's working, as planned, as promised. I feel that since palliative care has gotten on board, things are definitely better and more mainstreamed, and we now have a better plan. Everybody knows their role now. Marla is continuing her regular medical treatment while she receives palliative care, too. This is my fourth treatment going into this round of cancer. We're continuing treatment. I have scans coming up. So that's going to kind of determine, is it working? Is it not working? What do we continue? What do we change? There's not a lot of options for me, but yes, and I'm continuing for sure. As far as where her palliative care takes place, it's a combination. They've been really good about keeping open conversations, making sure that it's convenient and that I'm okay with travel to the hospital. Or do we do it at home? So for me personally, I can do it virtually, but when we get the whole family together, we will be coming into the hospital. So it's a combination of both and what's convenient. Considering it's elective, what made Marla decide that palliative care was right for her? We know this time around that it's not curative. We're advanced to terminal, and it just felt like it was the right time. We might need a little extra support. We needed it now, for sure. Is she concerned 
people might think she's giving up? No, I'm not giving up. Palliative care is helping you understand your disease, the progression of it, but I don't in any way, shape, or form think it's giving up. It helps having palliative care team members that feel the same, like Dr. Wendy Peltier. Dr. Peltier is such a calming voice and a calming person that makes you feel at ease and comfortable with your decisions. She shares her input and there's a calming piece to her that makes you feel extremely comfortable. What made Marla want to share her experience with us? I've been an open book since I was diagnosed. And if one person goes and gets a colonoscopy, if one person finds support from palliative care, it's all worth it. And then my job is done. So for someone needing palliative care... Embrace what they're offering. Try it out if you don't feel it's for you. You don't have to accept it, but at least see if it does help you. It's been completely invaluable to me leading her to describe her life with palliative care as optimistic, the support is invaluable, and they give you hope, more hope than you may have without them. And Marla's hope? They find a cure for cancer, and I don't want anybody else to go through what cancer patients go through. So a cure. I mean, I would really, really hope that at some point in a kid's lifetime, they find a cure for cancer. We hope so too, Marla. We hope so too.